Alrighty, folks, here we go again, and I want to let you know that Mr. Curiosity, by the way, I'm Joe Snedeker, is not just about uh, other people, places, and things. It could be about our own, like John Meyer, big shot reporter, now anchor uh, for Newswatch 16 for a decade and a half. Uh, are you curious about him, where he came from, what he's all about? How about his family? How about the fact that he uh, has no flaws, or does he? <laughs> we talked to John Meyer, and he brought some talk-back calls. I think it'll pique your interest. You'll like this fact, that they're abusive about me. I can handle it. I have thick skin like a pachyderm. John Meyer, come on in, baby. Let's do this. Curiosity. What are you so curious about? Everything. Mr. Curiosity. All right, so here he is, the amazing John Meyer. Now, I have to admit, uh, because people need to know this, we're not alone in this room. There's a woman named Lisa. She's here. There's a guy with the button uh, in control here. His name is Sean. And that's awkward because we have to almost pretend they're not here. This is the reality of TV every day, isn't it? <laughs> I want to knock down Everyone the walls. that's around us that no one at home knows are there. Yeah, but I want the walls to break. Come on, Sean. Say something. Come on, Lisa. Say something. Scream. Yell. Hi, Joe. <laughs> and Lisa's not going to say something. Say it. Say it. Say it. Say it. All right, so um, th- this is a little bit of a different podcast. This is number four, John. So we've had we've had the T and Mrs. T's pierogies. We had the local legend Tom Clark. We had uh, the prospector from Rock 107, infamous DJ, and now we have the great John Meyer. I can't believe I fit in that category. <laughs> this is quite the honor. Well, well, you're fitting in for a couple reasons. We're going to da- do a little flashback on your life. But also, I think later on, you brought something under your, uh, your, your shoulder. It's there hanging there. Oh, it's, yes. It's a bag of talkback calls. That you're just going to love. <laughs> They're all about you. And I have not heard these, folks. I am not playing dumb. It comes naturally. But I have this feeling now. Here's my feeling on you as we begin. It's almost like you're home. You're in your kitchen. And someone let a chipmunk in the house. And you like it. It's a cute little thing, but you're a little like, oh, my goodness, what's it going to do? That's how I'm feeling right now? Yeah, that's Of you. course it is. <laughs> see, see, folks. Here, here's because- a little aside for the viewers that are out there. Every time an anchor is doing the news and Joe Snedeker is doing the weather, you're wondering, what is he going to do oh, next? See, and I, I need to be ready for it. I did not know that. So see, I'm, I'm are- having that same feeling when I fill in a Nike newscast <laughs> with you that I get when, when I do this now. Yeah, but you know deep down inside I'm harmless. I'm of just, course I do. All right, and God, I love that's it. it. That's it. That's it. But I want to first by saying uh, this guy, John Meyer, if an alien spaceship landed in my yard and it came to uh, take me away to their mother planet because they want a specimen from planet Earth, I'd say... Stop. I've got the perfect man for you. And I'd say, let's go get John Meyer because oh, this guy no. is, is intelligent. He's cunning. He, he, he's calm. He's stoic. He's collected. He's, he, he, he's just deep in respect for all things and others. He wants to hear everything out. He's very objective. You're like the perfect human being. Wow. Is this is this an act? <laughs> or at home? Not. Or at home, you have heads in the basement. I need to know. <laughs> There's no heads in the basement. I've, but I don't think I'm perfect, Joe. You're close, man. I, I talked to even folks. I talked to his wife, and she says the same thing. So I, there, there, must be, there must be no flaws. Well, here, here's what I will say, okay. and this is something that I think you can agree with, is that there's certain people in television that aren't real on TV. <laughs> you got that right, but <laughs> I do my best to be myself on TV, just like you do. Yeah. We're just very different people. 
But oh, that's a good point. Yeah, because you come off as this just great guy and this 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 clear thinker and this honorable man, and that's what you are off camera. I'd like to think so. And I come off as a little bit of a loose cannon and goofy guy, and that's what I am, right? You know what we both have though that right. I notice? Like we're both really active on Facebook and stuff like that, right? Almost everything we post is positive. I think we both have a, a look at the world that look for the good. Like you say, it's a great day to be alive. I kind of have that same feeling. No, you are correct. I would never put anything like uh, angry on there or show some negativity, unless it's just for like a silly joke. But you're right. No, it's a good th- I never even thought about that. Yeah. No, I'm posting news stories and stuff like right, that sometimes. Right. So obviously there there's some sad ones and some bad ones. But most of the time I'm posting pictures of flowers or the yep. sunset or things like that and just – Always kind of giving a positive perspective on things. I think we're the same in that. No, you are correct. We found, see, we found the overlap. Yes. The circles have overlapped. Now we're looking at that. But I want to start by, uh, and these are things, folks, I'm not pretending I don't know. I know a little about this guy, and I've known you decade? Uh, I've been here 16 years. 16 yeah. years. Yeah. So, see, I'm, I'm already way off. Uh, that's how the old guy talks. What's it been, 5, 10 years? No, 15, 20. <laughs> <laughs> but you are here's what I do know. You are a Western Central Pennsylvania guy. That's it. I grew up in the middle of nowhere, St. Mary's, Pennsylvania, which is like an hour and a half northwest of State College in the woods. Um, now, when you say in the woods, literally no neighbors, no. Well, the towns in the middle of the woods. You drive through nothing, okay. and then all of a sudden there's a town. I grew up in a neighborhood with houses all around. Oh, houses like all around. Yeah. All right. So small little town. Grew up with being out in the woods all the time. Loving the outdoors. Catching frogs. Catching frogs. Climbing trees. Catching fish, climbing trees, all that kind of stuff. Did you ever throw snowballs at cars in the winter? Of course. Wow. See, folks, he's human. He's human. I am human. (laughs) So you smack them and you run? You and your buddies go hide in the woods? Maybe. Wow. Okay. We better not go deeper into that. No, but uh, yeah, I grew up in a small town. I mean, the the crazy thing is, is that Julie Sidoni and I are both from the same small town. And I learned that in your promo. Yeah. So... We're both from this town that's, that's you know, just out in the middle of nowhere, and we just happened to end up here at WNEP, and now we're anchoring the news together. Because you so. both went to Syracuse? Did she? I went to Syracuse. She went to Duquesne in Pittsburgh. Okay. So we kind of followed different paths and then just, oh. and just ended up here, and now, you know, we're on the news together. So oh, okay. Julie and I went to high school together. We were lifeguards. So when you say high school together, how, how – She how? was a year behind me in high school. Oh, so that's right there, yeah. man. Give me some dirt. Give me some dirt on her. Come on. She's not around. You think I'm perfect? Julie Sedoni <laughs> is perfect. She was oh, man. She was the model student. Is that right? The dr- drum major, the band. Oh, come and on. All that, you so. guys are making me sick. All right. <laughs> have you ever been in the back of a police car? No. See, I have, but that's a whole different story. And it was minor, and I was, you know, <laughs> we better was a little. Not get yeah, into no, that. we're not going to get it. It was a little thing back when I was 17, 18. All right. So back uh, to this. I'm curious, are your, are your parents as perfect as you, as you? Maybe you're genetically perfect. They're pretty perfect. They're, <laughs> see, I'm not so saying I'm perfect at all, but, but I do. What do they do for a living? Do we want to touch um, on that? My dad was a small town attorney for years. My mom was my high school English teacher. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So this was perfection in the making. Oh, I yeah. can see that. In fact, when I started on TV, <laughs> the phone would ring as soon as I was off the air with my mom correcting my grammar. About oh, different things man. that I said wrong on the news. So, I love it. Yeah. I love it. All right. So you're in high school. Uh, what was your graduating class? 75. Okay. That's, I mean, that's maybe a little bit less than the norm, but you pretty much knew everyone. Knew everyone everybody, knew, knew their families. Jock, you're on the track team. You're shooting hoops. What are you doing? Basketball, track. I was in some plays. Really? Yeah. A yeah. little bit of everything. 
There's got to be. I'm finding. Well, the snowball at cars thing is a good sign. There's got to be more flaws. Oh, we, did, keep... we did stuff in high school in a small town in the middle <laughs> of nowhere right, that right. I better not talk about. So then you're out of high school and you're saying, I'm going to uh, Syracuse. Was that like your first choice? What made you know you... what? I knew I wanted to be in TV since I oh, was you like eight, nine years old that I wanted to do the news. And Syracuse had a great program for broadcast journalism to be a TV reporter. So oh, did, I followed that up. And... Did, did, did uh, lawyer dads kind of hint maybe, uh, hey, what's wrong uh, with considering law as a career? Did he ever? No, he never kind of pushed into that. No. Um, he kind of wondered about going into TV. Like, do people actually do that? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> right, right. Jobs on the news. Yeah. But... It worked out for And him. Syracuse is the place to go. So now, um, do we want to throw a year in here? What year is it? You're, in, you're so just started. graduated in 99. I started my first job in Johnstown out in western Pennsylvania. Um, so wait, so wait you're, you're graduating from Syracuse 99? Yeah. Okay, so a uh, big year. We have, uh, I believe, the, the, the and these tumultuous times. You have the Columbine incident. Then 2000, 2001, we have 9-11. So you're getting into the world right when now. chaos is happening. Yeah. The world is changing. Yeah. And um, and your first job then was where? Was in Johnstown, which is yeah, kind of near so, Pittsburgh. So that's how far from where you grew up. That was in my home market. We were about oh, two hours was. away, but I, my first job was on TV in the market where I grew up. So the Get first day I was on TV, my mom called everyone she knew to turn on Channel 6 and watch John on the news. Oh, well, but here's, here's what you'll love about this. My first night on TV was doing the weather. No, it wasn't. I started in Johnstown as a reporter. The weekend weather person went on maternity leave that week, and this was small market television. The news director, the boss, he's yeah. like, we need you to do weather this weekend. And I had never done the weather or anything. And he said, you'll work with our chief meteorologist, figure out how to stand in front of the green screen, and we need to do weather this weekend. And so, I did weather and reported for a year. No, you did not. I did. You never told for me that. Year. I didn't know that. See, that's why we're doing this Well, today. see, now I'm not trying to take myself too seriously, but I'm insulted by that. Because oh. it's almost like – it's almost. I've like, been withholding things from you. <laughs> well, it's almost like you go to a doctor uh, and, oh, no, sorry, the doctor's not in, your physician. We're going to have – uh, uh, the receptionist just definitely. It's 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 sad the it way meteorology sad. gets no respect. And the you know the, how it kind of works. The, the, there's AccuWeather. Oh, so you had your source come is, from somewhere. It's else. a forecasting service that. All right, um, we'll let you go then. So the that provides the forecast. So I didn't I didn't predict the weather. Gotcha. You were presenting it. They told me what the weather was. In okay. fact, I'll let them go then. I'll let I them started go. to present the weather almost like it was a news story and say AccuWeather <laughs> meteorologists tell me. And they didn't this like that. This is what's going to happen. They didn't really like that. They didn't but, like that. But I didn't like getting. I didn't like the heat when it was wrong. Oh yeah, yeah. So well, just on a side note, there here at Newswatch 16, we don't do that. No, so we have our own meteorologist. Yeah. Good. All right. Now there's they, lots of stations that still do. They still do that. Yeah, they yeah. do. Uh, uh, um, uh, remember, um, 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 what's the the NBC guy? He he. Every celebrating the birthdays, 100 years old. Um, oh, um, Willard Scott. Willard Scott was an example, and there's so many. Um, there were more personalities. More personalities. Then. Whereas that, that now I think there's a lot away. more pressure, you know, that you want the weather from a meteorologist. Yep, yep, yep. That exactly. was not me. All right. So then um, to me, because I'm from this area and it was a thrill to be on the TV station that I grew up with and I'm still here for 26 years. When you were at your home station in the place you grew up at, did you think – I want more, or I'd rather not be in my home station, or, or do you want to discuss why you left it? Well, it's funny because I first vowed I wouldn't work in Pennsylvania when I graduated college. I wanted to go try someplace new, oh. but I wasn't finding a job anywhere. 
So while you were at that station, one no, once I graduated college, I was trying to find a job oh, anywhere. Oh, oh, I see. wasn't finding anything, and I was like, I don't want to go back to Pennsylvania. I want to try someplace new. And the first job offer I got after a while of nothing was at this station in Johnstown. And Did they know you? I mean, it, they knew that I was from the area. You know, when I, I sent my cover letter, I said, you know, I was from here and stuff. Maybe your lawyer dad got you. Yeah, I don't know. He didn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just saying. All right. So that was just n- nice work on your part. And then they saw your amazement and your charm and your, 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 your energy and your knowledge. And they said, let's keep this guy forever and throw tons of money at him. That's not how it works. Oh, that's TV. not what happened. No. Okay. Well, then and that's, I mean, to be honest, that's why I moved on from there. Okay, so you started fishing Small for market else. TV just doesn't, okay. it just doesn't pay well, I mean, to be honest with that. How so, would that compare to a WNAP uh, ranking or audience or um, in, in terms of the market number? Is it um, lower than us, less than us, a yeah, lot Yeah, you know, yeah. for people that are out there that don't understand how TV works, we're like market sizes are 1 to 200. Yep. We're like in the 50s. Johnstown Altoona, which is what it was, was around 100. Oh, okay. So about, so, yeah. you know, we're double the size of them. Oh, yeah. So that's a, so was this it, was a good upgrade. And was it from there to here? There to here, yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. Nice jump. So, yeah. And so, it was. I, I looked all over the country, and this was, this was a great offer. And here I am 16 years later. I thought I I'd be it. here for a couple years and try to get back to Pittsburgh or something like that. But I came here. This is a great station. And then met my wife. Three kids later. Oh, and here we are. 16 yeah. years we've been here. Now, she has ties to this area? She does. My wife's um, mom is from the Wilkesbury area. And her parents were both in the military, Rennie's parents. Okay. They, so they lived all over the place. But the family roots were here. This was kind of the home base. And so that's so, where you met her once you moved here? I met her here at oh, WNP. I don't know if I knew that either. Yes, yeah. I guess I did now that I think about it. Okay, so she's working here. You're the new guy here. And then all of a sudden, hey, let's go on another date. And one thing led to another. Where was that? Like Applebee's? Or do you want to remember that first date? What, um, what was the place called? It was the Mexican place up in Dixon City. Atola Don Teca? Pablo's. Oh, Don Pablo. I forgot about that? Don Pablo's. Yeah. Don right. Pablo's. She was working a morning shift. <laughs> so we went out to lunch instead of dinner because she had to get to bed early. And she probably thought, this guy is perfect. I got to marry him. And then here you are. I don't know if she's ever thought I'm perfect. <laughs> I know. Wives tend to do that. Yes. Right? All right, so so now um, here you are in the great Northeast. When you first came to the Scranton area, may I ask um, uh, your vibe? Or I know you're going to have to be politically correct. Now, did you get a feeling? or You what? know what? I, I, I'm not going to give a politically correct answer. When I came up here, and, and this is all in perspective, when I first came here and started looking for apartments, right. so many people said to me, why would you want to move here? That was the first reaction I got sad? from a lot of people. And I'm banging this thing. I, I hate grew that up in, in Western Pennsylvania. I grew right. up in a small town. Then I went to Johnstown, which was a really struggling community. Okay. I came here and thought this place had everything. I, I really did. I, I love that you can get in the outdoors really quickly, that there's, you know, sports, there's entertainment, cities are close by. So I didn't understand what people were saying. I loved I it from the start. I still don't get it. No, I know. That ticks me off. And the people are great. You're not going to oh, find a more gosh. loving, warm, totally. receptive person than totally. Northeastern PA. This is it, man. No pretentiousness. Not at no all. No snooty this, snooty that. I love it here. And there's man. one thing about Pennsylvania is that almost all of the state, the people are the same. It's, it's just the same kind of communities. Oh, I see. And the right. people are the same. This is, the people around here are just like where I grew up, just like out in Johnstown, just like in Pittsburgh. So a lot of hardworking, blue-collar Yeah, hardworking, roots. just yeah. really nice people with you know a lot of great traditions. Yep. 
the summer festivals, all the, the different ethnic treats and stuff. Pierogies. Oh, pierogies. <laughs> nice. All right, so now you start here as a reporter, right? Started as a reporter. And then I'm sure management said, this guy has the look. This guy has the voice. This guy has the delivery. Let's make him an anchor. When did that happen? Um, I think I was here reporting in Luzerne County for about three years. So and three. Then, then I started anchoring the weekends. And I was on weekends for about six years after oh. that. And um, then they moved me to Monday through Friday on the 5 o'clock news. So if someone out there is listening now and they're like, what's a typical day for that guy? I mean, I don't even have that answer. What is a typical day for you now? I think what I love about the job the most is that days aren't typical. Oh, Because you good. never know what's coming in news. So I come in. We have a meeting. We figure out what everyone's covering that day. And then I could do a little bit of everything just depending on what happens. And now I have this new gig you know, Mike Stevens did the legendary on the Pennsylvania Road right. for all these years, and now I get to do that. So I kind of get to pick and choose where I want to go for that each week. And did you sort of volunteer for that? Was it thrust upon you, or we don't want to answer I wouldn't that say thrust. I, our boss, Carl, he called me in and asked if I was interested in it. And it seems like a great gig. At first, I was like, you want me to fill the biggest shoes ever yeah, to Mike fill Stevens, at WNP? Right. But, no, but oh you my have gosh, that- I'm thrilled, because... This goes back to what I was talking about. The two of us look at the world and see all the great things around us. Well, now I get to, for work, go out and do those things and tell a story about it. Love it. And you're doing great. great. You know that. So a lot of the things I've done to begin with are things that I've wanted to do all these years and haven't gotten around to it. Now I get to do it for work. Ricketts Glen State Park in the wintertime is closed to the public, but we got all geared up in ice gear and climbed the trails and the ice and stuff. I got to do that for a segment. Bald eagle watching in the Poconos. I love it. And, and you, so you're going to apply this. Uh, Mrs. T's Progies, when I interviewed uh, Tom Twardzik, he said this to me, and it changed my life. He said, you shouldn't ever say for the rest of your life, I got to do, but I get to do. Definitely. That's a good attitude, isn't it? That's the, the So you don't got to do no. this. You get to. Look yeah. at th- that in life. You get to go do this. I get to do that for work. Yeah. I'm yeah. getting paid to go for a hike or yeah. go check out this really interesting thing or that. You know, it's amazing. And I'll say this, John, is uh, never the kind of guy, oh, yeah, I got to go up there. Yeah, I got to do this. Moping around. He's always got a good vibe and a good attitude. So uh, this is the real deal here, folks. Thanks. All right, so you anchor, and now this new, I, I don't know the answer to this. Again, I'm, I'm being honest with my approach to questions. You, you do talk back to what extent? Um, well, every, you know, the end of the 530 News, we have talk back every day. So I'm the person who introduces all the calls every day. Um, oh, I see. We have but, a producer, Lisa. She's the one who every day She's 15 listens. feet away from she's us. She's standing right here. <laughs> So she then says, how about this one? Do you get to pick the ones or does no. she pick the ones? she picks them. Every so often when she's off, I fill in and I, li- I screen the calls. How often do you them. listen to talkback calls every day or no? You mean listen? No, I'm listening to the raw ones on the phone. No, not oh, no. every day. No. So she picks She them. does all that. She yeah. does all that. But there can be 100 or 200 calls sometimes that come in that she's got to go through. And listen to all the calls. And they are uh, a huge range, shall we say, <laughs> in what people have to say. And someone once told me, um, let me get, get the reaction to this question. If you had a pegboard in front of you, right, and there were a bunch of nails hammered into the pegboard, and they're all at the same height, not hammered in all the way, but one was sticking out a lot higher than the, the other ones, right? And someone gave you a hammer. What would you do? 
And they said, well, you see this pegboard with nails, hundreds of them, but there's one that's higher than all the other ones. What would you do? I feel like this is a psychological experiment. It kind of is. Well, I, I bet, think I'd go for the one that's sticking out. It's human nature, right? I'd have to. So someone once told me, Snedeker, that's you. You're the nail that sticks up. So I get the hammer all the time. You're saying people hammer me on talkback, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's just say. Why do I have to be that nail? Let's just say there's certain topics that are are the top topics calling into talkback, and you're one of them. You know, PennDOT, the weather overall, uh-huh. um, any kind of you know bad crime stories, things like that. But you're definitely one of the top topics. And I guess I'm okay with it. I, you know, I grew up um, in an area where a bunch of buddies and friends and even relatives you pick on each other. I have thick skin. I'm like a pachyderm man, so I've got thick skin. I can handle it. Some of them you brought, but maybe before we get to those, um, uh, on TalkBack, we're eventually, with a podcast like this, we're going to branch out and do the ones that you don't air on TV? We are. You know, this podcast is kind of new to us here at WNEP, and you've you've started doing them. Um, We're going to start one soon that's going to be TalkBack Extra. Where people call all the time and say, <laughs> "Give us more." We could do a half-hour show on right. Talkback. So we're going to start airing some of the extra calls that we get in a podcast form, and probably better ones because they'll be more humorous. They'll be less, uh, perhaps, restricted. They'll be more uh, um, um, less edited, open for everyone longer. Yes, maybe even yeah, because we're limited to time on the news on how many Talkback calls we can air. What is the time on that? Um, it's usually about two minutes. So two minutes, two and minutes you, of calls. And you just said we get hundreds of calls, so this could be an interesting segment. Now there's podcast. a lot of calls that could never air anywhere. But why? Even on a podcast, you don't have to worry about language or anything. Let them all go, man. I think we're still going to worry about oh, language. Okay, see, there I go being the big nail again. Yes. <laughs> I would just say raw. Let them go. I can't do that. No. All right, all right. I See, think Lisa would agree. We can't just air them all raw. See, that's why I want the alien to take you and not me, because <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, whatever, let them all go. Yes, you would. <clears throat> so you brought some with you today. Yes. Uh, what, what are we going to do? We're going to play them, and then what? I have not well, heard Well, here's, here's how Talkback works. And, and <coughs> the, I think what's made it a success over the years is that okay. we don't just dwell on certain topics. <laughs> you could start a topic during the week, and people are calling in upset about one story that's really controversial. And then back and forth and back and forth, you could go on for days. So right. Lisa kind of limits it here and there. Oh, I see. Right. Because otherwise, we're just hearing the same stuff over again. Yep. So you get calls about you. We okay. get calls about you about every day. Every- <laughs> we're not going to make talk back about you every day. <laughs> Thankfully. But- we have quite a few calls that come in, and I think you would enjoy. Am I ready to handle these? Of course you're ready. You're going to love right. this. All right. Here we go, All baby. Right. Sean, let's hear some. Madison Township, why don't you bring Hatchie Malachi back? You can make Snedeker the host. That way he can do his comedy routine in the morning and then get somebody that will give the weather in the morning. How's that sound? Sounds good to me. Yeah, this is Curiosity, Joe Snedeker. Well, I'm curious myself. Why can't he just do the news, the weather? Cut the games. I just want to turn the news on and get the weather. I don't want your failed comedy attempts. Please go to Comedy Central for Saturday Night Live. I just want the weather. Yeah, I wish. Raven Run. Maybe if Schneider would try and quit acting stupid in the morning, he'd get the weather right for a change. Of course, maybe he's not acting. Oh. Snedeker, put him out to test it, whether it's a hurricane or a storm or what, so something could blow that idiot away. <laughs> All right. 
Well, here's the deal with those. Now, um, again, uh, the nail sticking out, right? You're going to hammer me. But what I don't get when people say just do the weather is, I don't. I would like your opinion on this. Okay. When I do a forecast, you get every detail that anyone else would deliver in terms of the meteorology. I don't skimp out and take away the forecast, the content, and replace it with comedy. I add that, at least try to. So why not make something more interesting and maybe even a little funny in addition to the data? So if you complain that, okay, I'm a little silly, just give me the weather, you're still getting the weather. You're getting everything you need, and why not a little pop culture? Why not a little laugh? Why not a little ha-ha, a little chuckle? Well, and what I've observed with you doing the weather is that you take some of these funny things and really use it to explain the weather. It's a teaching tool, man. It That's is. That's what it is. It goes back to your training is teaching. But, but when I sit and watch your weather, yeah. I understand what's going on based on Martha Stewart's being the storm coming in or yeah, someone's today leg it was, kicking it was Thomas Tom's, the train. And Tom's leg kicking the storm yeah. out of the way and stuff like that. I mean, it, 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 simples, it simplifies it. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lesson. It's a story. And that's how the weather, it, to me, is, is remembered. So when you someone getting the rain today, I know this is going to air after you hear it, but they're going to say, oh, yeah, this is that Thomas the train moving through. And on the backside, you're going to get the leg from the person pushing it. It's all a story. So these people being upset, I, I don't know how to explain that. I don't know. It's like saying, I don't want any fun or uh, entertainment in life. Who would say that? Now, I'm let's, doing my best. let's just do a quick um, look at Talkback 16 overall. Okay. And just in your defense is that just about everything we ever do here gets complaints on okay. Talkback 16. So you're always going to get negative. So. The Backyard Train, one of the top topics we've ever had on Talkback 16, that somehow became controversial. What flag we put in the backyard? Mike Stevens showing too many sunsets in Photo Lake Library. These are all things that people call in that are upset about. So I don't think you should take it too serious. And I don't, and I don't. But this is one thing I have noticed. Let's say you're, uh, I'll go to my physician example again. If you're a physician who is treating someone and you're very serious and you're stoic and you're very proper and you have a suit on and maybe you misdiagnose or you screw up, that person is maybe almost forgiven because everybody makes a mistake. But if you're a physician like maybe a Robin Williams in the movies and he, he doesn't wear a suit and he makes jokes while he's operating or while he's examining you, that guy – if he makes a mistake, it's going to be like, well, of course he did. Look at him. You know, so I think I'm opening myself up. I never thought of, of it that way, because but I, I can see that. Yeah. So now if, if everyone, everyone in my career in meteorology gets the forecast wrong once in a while, but the guy who is serious and stoic and wears a suit is probably not going to get the abuse that I am because, oh, of course he got it wrong. Look at him. He wears shorts and he makes jokes. So they, they hammer it on more for a guy like me. I would think that's a big part of it, too. Let's hammer him a little more, Sean. Give it to me, baby. Give it to me, baby. Look at Lisa. Yes, smirking. I'm calling from Hullock Creek. Joe Snedeker said he was off because he burnt his nose <laughs> after throwing gas on a fire. <laughs> My God, 51-year-old gray-haired man throwing gas on a fire. And I thought he was like a science teacher or something. Whoa. Totally true story, by the way. <laughs> I, I, I'm 53, by the way, sir. And um, I live in the country, so I have two acres. No neighbors. Um, well, I have neighbors, but, you know. So what we do in the country, we heap up material, old vegetation. I cut my grasses and I put them in a big pile. I've been doing this forever, since my 20s. 
and I have a contained fire. You burn it all, right? So last week, I had this big heap of vegetation, biomass, and it was ready to be burned. One big flaw I have is that I'm very um, uh, impatient. Uh-oh. Haste makes waste. So I looked at this heap, and I looked at my garage, and I couldn't find matches. So I'm like, oh, I know I have matches in the house, but you know, John, that's a whole five-second walk to go to the house. I'm not going to do that. And I saw one of those um, starters in my garage. You know, you used to grill little clicker things? Oh, yeah. So I put a little gas on this heap, and then I went click, 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 click. What I normally do is stand back, and I'll flip the match from 10, 15 feet away, and that's what I've been doing for decades. But this time, because I was too lazy to run in the house and get matches, I just went, I bent down, and I went click, click, click. And you paid the price. There was a little bit of a burst of flames, so it singed my outer eyebrow, and I got a first-degree burn on the tip of my nose, a little bit of a boil. But, again, I'm the squirrel in your kitchen. It just... <laughs> and you're you're going to have people that, that aren't fans that are going to call in about anything you do. And has there that. anybody out there who hasn't made a fire mistake in life, whether it's oil on a frying pan or, or putting, uh, you know, a little bit of kerosene on this and pre-starting? Come on, even, come on, Mr. Perfection. Did you ever have a fire incident? Yes. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you want- and it was similar to yours. It was? Yes. You don't want to say With the fire and trying to get it to burn quicker. And yeah, get come on. So that, that yeah. happened, man. I made it, and my eyebrows, I don't have to uh, cut them for a couple of weeks. <laughs> You're all set. <laughs> you know, the other thing that Joe does all the time in the morning is things that are um, – there's almost like a shock value. You Someone sent you the other day some hot sauce. Oh, yeah. And, of course, you're not going to try a couple dabs. You're going to chug. Yeah. Um, listen to this call. Granted. Listen, Joe. Trying to eat breakfast in the morning, and you're out there trying to eat bugs. It's disgusting. You should have a warning on the screen to advise us of this junk you're eating before we watch it. You guys put warnings for everything else? The next time you want to eat bugs, put a warning out so I can eat breakfast in peace. Come on, Joe. I bet you that gentleman, while he was calling Talkback, was eating uh, some butchered animal at the time, whether it was a pig in the form of ham or bacon, right? Probably. So for him to be disgusted by uh, me eating an insect is, uh, I think, a proportion uh, incident on his brain, meaning he doesn't have the perspective to know that insects are eaten throughout the world, right? And me having one, it's culturally different than what he does, but that shouldn't be a topic of judgment, should it? Don't you think there's just people out there that are watching that may not be big fans of you, but almost watch to see what you're going to do? Maybe yeah. it's even just to watch to see what you do to get mad at what you do. Yeah, I want to stir still up the pot. In. I'm an aggregator, I you guess. Are. Yeah, yeah. So do I go home and eat bugs? No. But you know that there's going to be a shock factor by doing yeah. it on the news. But when my kids were, were smaller, would I uh, pretend I'm eating a bug just to make them laugh? Yeah. My dad used to put worms on his tongue all the time. There you go. And you pick up in the backyard. <laughs> yeah, so that's what you do. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, just it's a form of entertainment and having some fun. So if that guy's grossed out by a guy pretending to eat an insect, or maybe I actually did eat it, I don't know. They're tasty. Give it a try, my friend. Now, here's the reality of Talkback 16 is that when people call in and complain about any of us on the news. Yeah. There's what I like to consider our defenders that are out there that immediately call yeah, yeah. To, to defend us, which is great because we both know we're working at a great TV station that the following is unbelievable how loyal the viewers very are. Very loyal, very popular. So, 
you know a lot of people love what you're doing. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and want even more. Like, here's a call, Sean, if you want to play this one. Calling from Plymouth. I'm tired of seeing Ranger and Kurt Aaron. I think it's time we see Joe Schnediger and Jet on TV. I like to see that. I like it. My dog Jet, eight years old, he's going to be in Wham Cam coming up. Ooh, so yeah. is this Jet's first? Jet's first TV foray, I think. Okay. I may have used I know it years used ago. Pictures. Yeah, pictures. I put on my Facebook. But the thing when Kurt brings Ranger in, it's it works out for him because I think his wife brings the dog down. Yes, he just does one broadcast and then she takes him back home. And that's in the evening when they have uh, some supper together. Yes. If I bring Jet down at 3 in the morning, he's, he's stuck with me all morning. Where's he going to go? So it doesn't work for me to bring Jet in. But I'd like to bring, uh, bring him in more often. He's a great dog. Oh, he's and uh, he's good material for you, too. Yeah. And I'm Facebook. Glad, and, yeah, and yeah, now yeah. I can't wait to see this wham cam with Jet. Yeah. Why do dogs have wet noses? Stay tuned. And here's some more calls because, like I said, the defenders that yeah. call, call in. There's a lot of people that call in and complain about you, but almost the same amount of people that call in and say how much they love their Joe. So let's listen to those. Yes, I'm from up in Penn Forest. My name is Joseph Malloy. And I really like Snedeker. Yeah. I think he's the best weatherman on the TV. Have a great day. Hey, this is someone calling from Troy Township. And I just want to say that I love Joe Snedeker. He makes life worth living. I get up every morning just so I can watch him with my kiddos. And he just puts a smile on my face and laughter in our hearts every day. Love you, Joe. Oh, see, folks, John's such a nice guy. He made them put those in. That's the nice guy in you coming out. Those are actually just people I know that I had called in just to say <laughs> yeah, good right. things about you. <laughs> yeah, no, right. but you know. I mean, the, no, well, it's everything okay. we do in, in TV, when you're in the public eye, I mean, there's going to be people that like what you do and people that don't like what you do. I'm sure there's people out there that, that don't like John Meyer on the news at 5 o'clock at night, and that's, that's just part of it. Everyone has yep. their different opinions. Your approach is different than any other weatherman in the country. And Perhaps, would right. you not agree? I don't know. I don't. I haven't. I haven't. Been, I, I, haven't been I never left Lackawanna County. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I, yeah, it's it's fairly unique, and I'm yeah. glad it's allowed to do. The the funny part is, John, in 1999, when I was working part time here on weekends and still a full time science teacher, high school management took me in. Then I don't know if you know the story. No, I won't mention any names, but they sat me down and they said, Snedeker, eighty percent of the people. Um, really love what you do. And they pause, like a scene in a movie. And they go, 10%, they don't really care for it. Another pause. And he goes, the other 10%, they don't just hate you. They want to punch you in the face. Whoa. <laughs> and he goes, that's why I want you full time. Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> so I think they feel the controversial nature and the polar nature of, of what I do is, a, you know, it's a, it's a get for the station perhaps. I don't know. But, yeah, that, I remember that. It was like a scene in a movie. That's great. <laughs> 80% like, 10% hate. The other 10% want to punch me. Well, and the reality <laughs> is that there's people out there that watch things that they don't like just yeah, to get just riled to, up. Just to get annoyed, Just to right? get fired up yeah. in the morning. Yeah. So, But I think there's, a like you said, 80%. The vast majority of people out there just love seeing but, what comes up in the morning and what, what's going on. Please don't punch me, though, if you see me. Okay. <laughs> I won't. We'll make sure no one out there does either. Podcasters, listeners, don't punch me. <laughs> there's, there's Joe's plea. <laughs> I'll thumb wrestle you. No, thanks. No, okay. No. 
But, you know, these are just some of the calls that we called in. And it, Talkback 16 is its own world. Yeah. Here at WNEP. And I actually think it's one of the, the best things we put on the air during the day, just because it's it's you get a little bit of perspective. I don't know if it's an accurate perspective of what the right, vast majority right. of people out there think. Yeah, I think most people, from what I hear, laugh at the people that call. No offense if you're one of the no, people of that call. Not. But they say, I can't believe so. There's a lot of people that see comedy in yeah. it. Yeah. And I remember hearing that that, that was a risk that the station took years ago. Like, that's never going to work. That, and then it really caught on. Yeah. A couple of the people that, that came up with the idea and started it still work in the newsroom. And they said then it was it was controversial. Yeah, and they thought risky. this would last a couple months and be gone. And that was 30-some years ago, I think. Well, let me ask you this. Because you're the journalist background. You've been to a couple of different stations. And, of course, uh, your training in college. Is this uh, operating elsewhere? Is this kind of a, a unique thing to WNEP? I think it's unique. I, there right? was a station in Pittsburgh that years ago used to do something like this. But they got rid of it a while ago. Yeah. Um, because I think, I think it just works here. It works here for one reason. No one likes someone who takes themselves too seriously. So here as a news station, we're saying, go ahead, poke fun at us. And, and we're we not, do it all the time. Yeah, yeah. We, we're not taking ourselves too seriously. Go ahead, take a shot. We'll Almost get, yeah. every day it's someone criticizing what we do on the yeah. news. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah, and if you're, uh, if you're a little uh, prudy, if you're a little uptight, you're not going to let the world hear that side of you. But we're open enough to say, yeah, give it, give it. That's okay. Yeah, I mean, you say we can it, laugh at ourselves. Yeah, you say it all the time. There's a lot of TV stations that would definitely not let you do what you do in the morning. Yep, and yep, this yep. place does. This so, place does, man. Yeah. Talk Talkbacks back could, talk back's kind of similar to that. Keep it coming. Yeah, I, and and I sit there, and, and a lot of people out there, when I everywhere I go, people want to talk to me about Talkback 16 because I'm on every day. You're the Talkback guy. Yep, and. What I get from most people, because sometimes I'll say a little something at the end of Talkback. Most days I try to hold back. Yeah. You know, I just let them say what they want and we move on. <laughs> but a lot of people say they can tell just by my smile when we come out yeah, afterwards you do have exactly a, what I'm thinking you do have about what I've smirk. just heard. Yep. So You do have that smirk. If look. I do say a comment, and Lisa can vouch for this, there's almost always a, a call in that, that John Meyer should just keep his <laughs> thoughts to himself. <laughs> No, let it out, man. I'm the there used to be some of them calling that Mr. Sunshine, John Meyer. All he wants is sunshine and flowers around here. Well, it's Pennsylvania and it's gray. Oh, man. See, you're ticking her off. I love it. <laughs> now, you're the real deal and I love you. And um, let me just add with this. You're walking in your living room. You stub your toe. Let's see how perfect you are. I mean, it's a bad stub. It's pain, achy. What do you do, man? Do you? Do you... I'm just going to say, oh, that hurt. <laughs> See, folks, I can't get them. Here's here's what I have to say. I, I don't think I got to this, but so I have three little kids at home. Yep, six, four, almost two. Woo! Out of three, and I have Joe on every morning, and I'm always fascinated by our four year old and our six year old's take on Joe's forecasts because they'll be watching and they'll see one of your crazy graphics or something photos, bizarre shows up, and there's so many questions that come up <laughs> about these these photos. <laughs> And I come in and I tell Joe about, well, today's observation. I know, I love it, yeah. It's, it's always a shock, shock or awe, right? Yeah. But I love <laughs> seeing his version of the forecast through the eyes of a kid. Yeah. And they're always just very intrigued and have lots of questions about, well, what, what's that mean, Daddy? See, I'm getting them while they're young. You're getting them And then they won't be able to turn off. Yeah. They, they know enough, though, that you're silly. Oh, good. So, yeah, yeah. And, and I've met all of them, and they know uh, there's Crazy Joe, and they're more... Uh, I think more approachable. I'm more approachable because, ah, look at him. He's funny. He's silly. And, you know, when I go read in schools or talk to schools, 
all the kids know Joe Snedeker. Because in the morning, you're you're making the weather something that's more on almost a school kid level. Yep, yep. With those graphics, it's relatable and stuff to like everybody. That. They can kind of understand what you're talking about. And John, if you're silly like that too, you're. Oh, I mentioned you're more approachable. People wherever I go, they come right up to me and they say, "I feel like I know you." Oh and yeah, because they can tell me anything. I don't care. That's fine with me. Of course, you know, I'm not going to be offended. People have come up with me and say, why don't you get a haircut already? Or why don't you do this? Or why don't you wear those shorts? Like, I don't care, man. That's no. good. Keep it coming. Keep exactly. it coming. Hey, I always say, because people say, oh, I feel bad saying hi to you out in public. It shows that they're watching. Yeah. No, I love it. That's why we do it. I need that uh, affirmation. I have low self-esteem. Now, come on. I need to hear it, man. <laughs> then we should play some more talk about calls for Keep you. them coming. <laughs> the, only the positive ones, brother. All right, so when's this new podcast going to evolve um, from the Talkback Calls? We're going to be starting soon. We've been gathering all the different calls and stuff, and we're going to just do Talkback Extra. It's going to be just some of the calls that come in that we don't have time to air on the news. And the range in topics is going to be huge, and I think people are going to find it very interesting to hear um, a little more of what, what comes into Talkback every day. And if you found Mr. Curiosity, you'll very easily find uh, this one. Do we have a name for it yet? Or? Uh, Talkback Extra. Talkback Extra. Extra. Yes. <laughs> How have, you, how have you been liking the podcasting? I like it. I like it. The reason I started doing this is because I've been uh, listening to podcasts for probably 10 years. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I, I'm not a podcast person. This is all new to me. Well, if you're listening to this, spread the word to other people because okay. when you're driving, you have an hour drive, two hour, four hour drive. There's nothing worse than just listening to the radio and even music gets old. Yeah. When you listen to a podcast, you're engaged and you forget you're even driving. I mean, really? your eye is on the road. But you're in another world yeah. listening to the interview. There's so many good podcasts out there. I listen to science ones, interview ones, co- comedic ones, and they're all great. And I hope people listen to this and pass the time when they're exercising, walking the dog, Driving going on a long drive. Yeah. So let's hope it catches on. Yeah. Well, thanks for having me on today. Well, wait. I'm going to end this by oh. seeing if I can get an emotion from you. Oh. I hate you, man. I wish you never even came here to this studio or this, or this station. Yeah, get away from me. And you can call Talkback 16 at 1-800-228-WNEP. I'm kidding. I love you, brother. (laughs) This is fun, Joe. Thanks for having me on. You got it, buddy. Curiosity. What are you so curious about? Everything. Mr. Curiosity. All right. You have to admit he was great. The guy's great. And he is perfect. He left here and he, 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 he actually said, thank you, Joe. He opened the door and he walked away in atmospheric perfection ways, you know, as he glided through the hall. So thanks, John, for coming on in. Folks, I want to remind you, if you think you know someone who would be perfect for this, we're going along here at a good pace. We're going to keep them coming. One, two, three, four a month. Who knows? But uh, give me a shout out. Give me an email. It's joe.snedeker at wnep.com or joe.snedeker at yahoo.com. And we'll see how this goes. Maybe it's you, right? We're going to keep Mr. Curiosity going because I am curious. Thanks for listening. Pass it on and have a good day. Curiosity. What are you so curious about? Everything. Mr. Curiosity.